Master Fang, have you entered the action? It is entered. Where's where's your Yemen? It's the lusty Yemen. Will a stamp toot? Sarah, where's Snare? Oh, Lord, I, good Master Snare. Here, here. Snare, we must arrest Sir John Falstaff. Yay, yay, good Master Snare. I have entered him in all. Oh, it may chance cost some of us our lives, for he will stab. Oh, last the day, take heed of him. He stabbed me in mine own house, most beastly in good faith. I cares not what mischief he does. If his weapon be out, he will foin like any devil. He will spare neither man, woman, nor child. If I can close with him, I care not for his thrust. No, no, nor I neither. I'll, bet I'll be at your elbow. And I but fist him once and but come within my vice. I am undone by his doing, I warrant you. He's an infinitive thing upon my score. Good Master Fang, hold him sure. And good Master Snare, let him not scape. Comes continually to pie corner, saving your manhoods, to buy a saddle. And he is indicted to dinner to the lubber's head in Lumbert Street to Master Smooth's the silk man. I pray you, since my exion is entered and my case so openly known to the world, let him be brought to his answer. A hundred mark is a long one for a poor lone woman to bear and I have borne and borne and borne and I have been fubbed off and fubbed off and fubbed off from this day to that day. That, that is a shame to be thought on. There is no honesty in such dealing, unless a, a woman should be made an ass and a beast to bear every knave's wrong. Yonder he comes, and that errant Malmsey knows knave barred off with him. Do your offices, do your offices, Master Fang and Master Snare. Do me, do me, do me your offices. Oh now, whose mare's dead? What's the matter? I, <clears throat> I arrest you at the suit of Mistress Quickly. Away, varlets! Draw, Barbara! Cut me off the villain's head! Throw the queen in the channel! <laughs> throw me in the channel! I'll throw thee in the channel! Wilt thou, wilt thou, thou bastardly rogue! Murder! Murder! Ah, thou honeysuckle villain! Wilt thou kill God's officers and the kings? Ah, thou... Honey seed rogue, thou art, thou art a honey seed, a man queller, and a woman queller. Keep them off, Bardolph. A rescue, a rescue. Good, good people, bring a rescue or two. Thou what, what, thou, thou what, what are? Do, do, thou rogue, do, thou hemp seed. Away, you scullion, you rampallion, you fustelarian. I'll tickle your catastrophe. What is the matter? Keep the peace here, ho! Oh, good, my lord, be good to me, I beseech you, stand to me. How now, Sir John? What are you brawling here? Doth this become your place, your time, and business? You should have been well on your way to York. Stand from him, fellow, wherefore hangst thou upon him? Oh, my most worshipful lord, and please your grace, I am a poor widow of Eastcheap, and he is arrested at my suit. For what sum? 
It is more than for some, my lord. It is for all I have. He hath eaten me out of house and home. He hath put all my substance into that fat belly of his. But I will have some of it out again, or I will ride thee a night like a mare. I think I am as like to ride the mare, if I had any vantage of ground to get up. How comes this, Sir John? What man of good temper would endure this tempest of exclamation? Are you not ashamed to enforce a poor widow to so rough a course to come by her own? <sighs> what is the gross sum that I owe thee? Mary, if thou wert an honest man, thyself and the money too. Thou didst swear to me upon a parcel gilt goblet, sitting in my dolphin chamber, at the round table by a sea-coal fire, upon Wednesday in Weeston Week, when the prince broke thy head for liking his father to, singing, uh, to a singing man of Windsor. Thou didst swear to me then, as I was washing thy wound, to marry me and make me uh, my lady thy wife. Canst thou deny it? Did not, did not good wife Keech, the butcher's wife, come in then and call me gossip quickly, coming in to borrow a mess of vinegar, telling us she had a good dish of prawns, whereby thou didst desire to eat some, whereby I told thee they were ill for a green wound? And didst thou not, when she was gone downstairs, desire me to be no more so familiarity with such poor people, saying that ere long they should call me madam? And didst thou not kiss me and bid me fetch thee thirty shillings? I put thee now to thy book oath. Deny it if thou canst. Oh, my lord, this is a poor mad soul. And she says up and down the town that her eldest son is like you. She hath been in good case, and the truth is, poverty hath distracted her. But for these foolish officers, I beseech you, I may have redress against them. Sir John, Sir John, I am well acquainted with your manner of wrenching the true cause the false way. It is not a confident brow, nor the throng of words that come with such more than impudent sauciness from you can thrust me from a level consideration. You have, as it appears to me, practiced upon the easy yielding spirit of this woman and made her serve your uses both in purse and in person. Yea, in truth, my lord. Pray thee peace. Pay her the debt you owe her and unpay the villainy you have done with her. The one you may do with sterling money and the other with current repentance. My lord, I will not undergo this sneak without reply. You call honorable boldness impudent sauciness. If a man will make curtsy and say nothing, he is virtuous. No, my lord. My humble duty remembered. I will not be your suitor. I say to you, I do desire deliverance from these officers, being upon hasty employment in the king's affairs. You speak as having power to do wrong, but answer in the effect of your reputation and satisfy the poor woman. <sighs> Come hither, hostess. Now, Master Gower, what news? 
The king, my lord, and Harry, prince of Wales, are near at hand, the rest the paper tells. As I am a gentleman. Faith, you said so before. As I am a gentleman. Come, no more words of it. By this heavenly ground I tread on, I must be feigned upon both my plate and the tapestry of my dining chambers. Glasses, glasses is the only drinking. And for thy walls, a pretty slight drollery, or, or the story of the prodigal, or the German hunting and waterwork is worth a thousand of these bed hangers and these fly-bitten tapestries. Let it be ten pounds if thou canst come. And were not for thy humours, there's not a better wench in England. <laughs> Go, wash thy face and draw the action. Come, thou must not be in this humour with me. Dost not know me? Come, come, I know thou wast set on to this. Pray thee, Sir John, let it be but twenty nobles. If faith, I am loathed upon my plate, so God save me, La. Let it alone. I'll make others shift. You'll be a fool still. Well, you shall have it, though I pawn my gown. I hope you'll come to supper. You'll pay me altogether. Will I live? Go with her. With her. Hook on. Hook on. Will you have Doll Tearsheet meet you at supper? No more words. Let's have her. I have heard better news. What's the news, my lord? Where lay the king tonight? At Basingstoke, my lord. Well, I hope, my lord, all well. What's the news, my lord? Come all his forces back? No, fifteen hundred foot, five hundred horse are marched up to my lord of Lancaster against Northumberland and the archbishop. Comes the king back from Wales, my noble lord? You shall have letters of me presently. Come, go along with me, good Master Gower. My lord! What's the matter? Master Gower, shall I entreat you with me to dinner? I must wait upon my good lord here. I thank you, good Sir John. Sir John, you loiter here too long, being you are to take soldiers up in counties as you go. Will you sup with me, Master Gower? What foolish master taught you these manners, Sir John? Master Gower, if they become me not, he was a fool that taught them me. This is the right fencing grace, my lord. Tap for tap, and so part fair. Now the lord lighten thee, thou art a great fool. 